So let's go over it one more time. It's going to be three, two, one, go. But you're not actually going to say go. I won't say go. It's going to be three, two, one, and then you'll you talk. Then I go. Then you go. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. All right, you ready? Okay. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Talk show episode eight point seven seven three coming at you. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> we're one minute. We're thirty seconds into this thing, and I have no idea what the hell you just said. <laughs> what eight point seven seven three? No, you said like seven point three eight five or some crazy no, nonsense. No, no. I, said, I said I said talk show episode. Oh, man. Okay, so we got got a lot to cover, but we're going to start by me first making this official by introducing you, inviting you all out there into this episode with my co-host, a human. He's the co-host who, if doing a wheelie was a person, it would be him, Adam St. Germain. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. I botched that a little bit, but I think doing if doing a wheelie was a person is a good intro for you. I liked it. No, I'll rock and roll. I'll, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. This good. is episode nine, and the reason, Adam, is because fuck Wait point fuck point five. I'm I'm over it. I'm done. You think you think just because you were recently bestowed the title of host, you just come in here and start making sweeping changes? You told me I was the host. Well, I don't know about this. It's gonna have to go to, to the uh, the board of uh, the board the, of directors, the board of elders, which is like Matt Newell and your brother. Matt Newell, I said to <laughs> I said to Matt yesterday at the hotel. Oh, that's right. I, you guys are on a business thing, so you're actually seeing Newell. Yeah, yeah. We're in we're in California, and uh, oh my gosh, did you hear that wind? Yeah, it's howling. Watch out for yeah, those Santa Anas. I think that's what they're called. The Santa Ana wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna duck behind a tree here. So <laughs> I said, I said to Matt, I said, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah, Newell." And he's like, "Every time Scott says that, I grind my teeth." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and I said, I said, "Ooh, I said you shouldn't have told me that. Now we're just gonna say it more." <laughs> so here's the thing: A, Matt, I'm sorry. B, Matt, Lies. that's why I fucking do it in the first place. <laughs> and C, Noel! <laughs> Matt Noel! Somebody was like, somebody somebody else at the hotel was like, wait, Noel, is that like our new French uh, co-worker? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, on that one limited time I got to talk to him on that botched episode that we did, the, he was so stern and serious about the pronunciation of his name, I knew I was never going to let it go. So <laughs> Obviously. I mean, it's very obvious, right? Like, come on. Anyway, let's leave the poor guy alone. He's the only person who likes us. Uh, Adam, where are you? Currently coming at you from Morgan Hill, California. Morgan Hill? Where? What's that near? Yeah. I have no reference for that. No, oh, it's near Gilroy. Okay, now you're fucking with me. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gilroy, uh, California is home to the annual garlic festival. Hmm. Which is a big deal because of something um, bad, right? Be- what? Am I making something up? Wasn't there like a shooting at a garlic festival? Ah, uh, fuck yeah, there was. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I was. We we're just trying to talk about the fact that there's a garlic festival every year. Okay, I fucked up, but you just yeah. you walked me into it. I was very confused. You brought you just brought it down. You just crashed the plane. Just fucking <sighs> smashed it into the ground. Okay. Well, on a side note, did I mention the thing about how you're like if a person was a wheelie? so to answer your question where is morgan hill morgan hill is one hour south of san francisco and approximately 45 minutes inland from santa cruz california oh you're close to santa cruz yeah makers makers of some pretty amazing mountain bikes wouldn't you say i think i might just knock your teeth out what (laughs) i was curious to see how that would go uh oh oliver's here he wants to hang out what's up ollie that's a carrot i think how do you you got a carrot you you eating that no okay back to the talk show i just got got passed by a group of guys on motorcycles i heard the sound and i wasn't sure what was happening but my son was trying to hand me half a carrot so it was very disorienting but there was a guy one of the guys on a motorcycle had a wheelchair strapped to the back of his motorcycle that's badass well, but how does he get on and off the motorcycle? How does he operate a motorcycle? V- I, I have questions. I have questions. I have issues. But if if that guy that guy sounds he, maybe he's living his best life. It sounds like it. I mean, uh, well, clearly, I don't think there's any question about that. That's are, very obvious. Are you fighting someone or something? I'm fighting the Santa Ana winds. Okay. So. So you have to bear with me as I as I'm walking here. So distracting. Okay, so we did. Where is Adam? We described you as a wheelie if it was a person. Now we're gonna Woo! go. We we mentioned a shooting that we shouldn't have mentioned. Now, we talked about there how there's no more half stepping. We're retiring the point five structure of the podcast. I'm over it. You know what? I think that's a good point because it, it really leads me to the idea, Scott Sullivan, of uh, of commitment. And committing to an idea and like a half episode it's kind of like a lack of commitment you're kind of like oh like i'm maybe doing this episode but not really but if you go the full digit you go from eight to nine nine yeah. to ten yeah you committed i agree with you i i feel nervous about where this is leading to i don't know what you mean <laughs> um so adam the the segue here is was we all started this way back in episode one um matt noel will remember um when we talked about a challenge for this for this first uh well i don't know year season whatever for this podcast for us as friends and we set a challenge that challenge was mostly determined by you uh in a fit of i would think delirium (laughs) and um not that's not true you gave me the springboard and i just i just launched off yeah, I, I threw you uh, a softball and you turned it into a grenade. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the analogy would be. Eh, that sounds accurate. <laughs> but but let's be honest. We talked about doing the Vermont 50 miler. It is now September. The race is at the end of this month. Where are you at? Where are we at? What are your thoughts? I don't know, Scott. your challenge. Where are we at? <laughs> so you're putting it all on me. Do, I'm do, it on you. Okay, so a little background for the listener. Some of the some of the information I've got from Adam recently includes text messages like, you know, there is a 50k. Um, <laughs> that was one text message from you to me. Also, uh-huh. Uh-huh. on an episode of the podcast where I might have had a few beers, it was enjoying myself and maybe not in the moment noticing your uh, subtle intimations. 
re- okay. It's not, the, it's not the first time I've been ignored. It's okay. <laughs> I re-listened to that episode, the previous episode, uh, for sound quality uh, purposes, uh, doing some quality control, and it, it became very apparent to me in the light of a new day that you were basically begging me to cancel the challenge. True or I false? Don't think those words, True or those false? Words never came out of my mouth. No, you. Of course, you're Adam Saint Germain. You're never going to say that. I know you. <laughs> I've known you for greater than a decade now. You're never going to say that. But you said things like, "I got injured at the gym. I haven't been able to run. I don't. Well, oh God, this uh, race is really long." Uh, you, wait a second. Things of that I nature. Never, I never said I got injured at the gym. I, I, I take that back. You said I got injured. And I'm still trying to work out at the gym. Something like that. I I, I, I went A to B there. But. <laughs> you are lumping some things together that do not belong together. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Uh, but so so my apologies to Champlain Valley CrossFit. You are not implicated in this situation at all. <laughs> that was my bad. What I meant to say was he accrued an injury in some way and was clearly trying to let me know that his running was off pace and maybe this was not the right thing for him and in my slightly inebriated state of doing the podcast late i was like i'm gonna just steamroll this guy's point and go right past it didn't even hear it now let me let me bring you back to what actually happened because your interpretation is is a little bit loose well i said i I, you know i said you hear me out hear me out okay (laughs) i said i've been dealing with this injury this tendonitis injury uh-huh. You, you you mentioned some itis. You said I got an itis. I got the itis, and then I said, <laughs> Scott, do you think I should start the race? And you said, What are you talking about? Of course, we're going to start the race. And I said, Okay, great, decided, done. That was yeah. The so end the story. Okay, but that was on me because, like I said, in the moment, I thought you were trying to trick me. I thought you were playing an elaborate <laughs> ruse where you're trying to trick me into telling you. No, let's not do it so that you could be like, see, I got you. Or like something. I thought it was an elaborate ruse. It wasn't. It was an honest question. You gave me an answer and now I'm committed to that answer. I hate the answer that I gave you because had I been more in the moment, I would have been like, listen, Adam, maybe both of us shouldn't be doing this. So that's okay. So now you can, you can backpedal on your answer. That's okay. Because now you've. You've gained new information. Right? Yes, yes. Also, I still think you're setting this up in a way that's unfair to me, but that's okay. <laughs> there, there is Instagram. There is social media. There are there are text threads that can be exposed. Like, like you, you're playing this handsomely, but I, I who can play at this game? <laughs> so that leads me back to the question of: Should I start the race now? You can answer no. I don't think that's a good idea for you to start the race. Okay, so which is which is fine. Okay, so I'm going to give you the satisfaction here, but there's there's levels to this. But first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna give you the satisfaction, and I'm gonna say, Adam Saint Germain, you should not start this race because I don't want to start this race. And the reason is because I'm fairly certain I cannot finish this race at this point in time, which is burning me a little bit to admit, but that's where I'm at. And what I think we should do, and I'll get to other aspects of the challenge in a minute, but I think what we should actually do, because I already have plane tickets. I'm going to be in Vermont. I'm going to be in Southern New England 
from I think whatever it is, the Tuesday to Tuesday, like the twenty third to the first, something like that. Yeah, late late September. Late right. September up to the first day of October. What I would like to do is uh, hang out and do some badass stuff. Like I'll go to your, I'll go to the box if they have a drop in fee, and you can make me look like an asshole. I'll go <laughs> mountain biking oh, with no, you. Oh no, we get we can totally do that. That's easy. I'm I'm totally willing to absorb whatever embarrassment that would entail for me, which I'm sure is significant. <laughs> and uh, and um, yeah, mountain bike, do something. But I think like we should continue to do something in the spirit of this podcast, where we do stuff that we like to do, love to do, is challenging in person. I think the idea of the the Vermont fifty miler was something that just for me it was not doable in the time frame allowed without, I don't know, something different for me, like the, the heat here. And the, I made an honest effort. And that's why I want to get to the next part of like, what's good about this from my standpoint. I don't know about for you, but for me, this was a really good thing. Like we made this challenge. We talked shit on the podcast. I actually got some new running shoes, got some, you know, a, a cool water pack, went running in the woods, got lost in the woods like five or six different times trying to find good trail running routes through the green belt. Went swimming in Barton Springs when I hadn't done that in probably three years. Um, you are now clearly by a highway or a waterfall. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm walking along a busy road. I'll be off this road in a few minutes. Okay. But, uh, my point being like for me, a lot of what I wanted, not to the degree that the extreme degree that we set out for, but a lot of what I wanted out of the challenge is and has happened, but not to the degree of like being able to do 50 miles in Vermont on a mountain. <laughs> so, um, so we, we got levels to figuring out how we're going to react to that. Do we set a new challenge? Do we keep this challenge and try to like maybe do a reset for like doing it in the future? I don't know what your thoughts are. But, um, but clearly I have to at least cop to the fact that I just didn't have the discipline to get ready for this in time. And that's just what it is. All right. I just want, I want you to know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One, I think one being, being honest about it is very important. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, I actually had this, I had this secret plan where if you were going to come to Vermont, and in the in the realm where you were ready to at least attempt the race, I was thinking that I would go down to the race with you and then tell you at the start that I wasn't starting. <laughs> and you know what's funny about that, Adam St. Germain? I felt that was coming. I swear, swear to God. I your lack of talking about we've had so many conversations, text message and otherwise. The number of times you mentioned running was virtually zero. So I was like, this guy just is not running. So what he's doing right now is he's letting me get ready for a gigantic race where at the start line, I think he's going to say something like, hold my beer and then walk away. I mean, well, it's just a testament that you... And I'm joking a bit because you would never do that. Your ego's... (laughs) <laughs> your ego's too strong. No, of course. Yeah, but, we know we know my ego's too big that even if I was planning on that, I would still start anyway. Yeah, you would start. You'd probably do, like wait for the first like time I lost eyes on you, and then just disappear, and that'd be the yeah, end of just, it. Just, just duck off into the woods, be like, oh no, I'll be, I'll be right back. I gotta go pee. <laughs> and you'd do you'd do something annoying like eighteen miles, where it was like enough where you could kind of brag about it, but not enough that it was like the full race. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No disrespect. But anyway, I, uh, I'm I'm just I'm bitching out on it. I have to be honest. So so look, so number so uh, uh number one, super important to be uh honest, then you can like, you know, take the things that you learned from the experience and build upon them and that's all well and good. The other side of that is that our friend Patrick, fan of the show. Fan of the show. Fan of the show. He said I told him last night, I was like, yeah, I, don't, I think Scott's still coming to Vermont, but he's not going to do the race. Patrick, damn near lost his mind, said, that is absolute bullshit. He's like, I broke my femur, was in the hospital for 10 days, oh, and no. I just did a 100-mile mountain bike ride. <laughs> okay, okay. Well. <clears throat> so he's got, he's got strong feelings about it. I just want you to know. Okay, well, first of all, one love to Patrick. Second of all. You didn't break your leg. That's bullshit. We all know it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's basically folklore of the podcast at this point that you made that shit up. Sorry. <laughs> so, truth, um, truth. I wasn't there. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And also, when you told me about it, you said he. You, I remember the original story was you were like, my friend Patrick says he broke his leg. That's why you said it. You said it like that. You said he said it like you. Well, you you put an extra there. clause in the sentence that implied disbelief. Well, it's important. You know, I can't put the stamp of approval on something that I didn't actually see. You know, like, ugh, how, do so, you, how do you do that? So, Adam, I'm going to ask you. We, we got some other action items, but this is important. This is the bulk of the. This is the meat of the show. I'm going to ask you now, like, as my friend, but also as maybe, like, be the uh, surrogate for the listener. I just lost some credibility with a, with, with some of these people. How do I get it back? What's a good plan? I'm not going to run the 50 miles. I'm not ready. But what, what I mean, can I do to, to win that's some fine. of it back? I think that, you know, you need to, like, set a course, pick a, pick a goal, pick a challenge, whatever, and then you need to execute on whatever the new thing is. Oh, for if sure. There fail, can't, there can't be another. The there can't. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So the new thing has to be big. Yeah. It has to has to be significant for me. Challenging, but maybe not life-endingly daunting as the Vermont Fifty is. I think to the average person, until maybe we're like a step further down this. Maybe that's episode. You know, maybe that's season two of talk show. I mean, I think maybe you know maybe the new challenge for you is that is that you show up for the irreverent road ride in two thousand and twenty. Because we can also put that same onus on the bullshit caller, Pat Flattery, for him to show up for the ride. Okay, let's. Okay, I'm gonna. Out mano a mano. I'm gonna do something right now that I'm serious about. But it's but it's a two way street. If Pat commits to being at IRR next year, so will I. Gauntlet thrown. Gauntlet thrown. I ain't doing that shit without him. Okay, it's on. It's totally on. And if he breaks his leg, I'm going to personally come there and fix it for him. <laughs> well, you are a nurse, so you have that ability. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Shoot him full of some Dilaudid and put him right back on the bike. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love so, it. I'm into it. And, and you know, it is what it is. I, I, I did think I could get ready for this thing. Uh, I made – this is not an excuse. There's no excuses. I'm not going to make any excuses, but I will say – if you're out there and you're thinking about doing an extreme running event, an ultra of any kind in the fall and you live in the South, don't do it. Just pick a different time of year. It's, it's almost impossible to run long distances outdoors this time of year in the South. It's just stupid. I, I would, I should have 
when I saw the calendar, I should have known better. But that's not an excuse. It's just how, wait, an observation. Wait, how, how hot is it? Anyway? It's over 100 almost every day in August here. How hot is it at night? Um, it stays in the 80s until really late, and then it'll dip into the 70s for a little while, which is very nice, but it stays pretty humid. So if you were, if you, if you were really trying to be like, I guess, super clever about climate, you could run in the middle of the night, but that presents other challenges. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if you wanted to keep a gangster, you could have been running in the dark. I totally agree with that. And actually, my plan for a while was to run at night after work. It didn't come together. That's on me. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, that's, yeah, that's tough, though, with the whole, you know, family. Yeah, I mean, again, I could make a million excuses, but there's no excuses in this shit. You get up early and go to CrossFit. That sucks balls sometimes, I bet, but you do it. It's true. It does. So there's no, there's no excuses. I'm just making observations. All right. We can, we can get down with that. That said, I am, I'm accepting the challenge for the IRR. Okay, well, we're, I'm still going to come up with something challenging for us to do in in the uh, interim because it's too the gaps too yeah, wide. But, well, yeah, but while you're while you're in Vermont, so yes, still still bring your um bring your like hiking or trail running stuff. I will do that, and we'll we'll still have fun while we're there. It's going to be yeah, good. yeah. No, we'll we'll just do we'll find something fun and challenging. Okay, and I have uh, I have another issue on that later, but let's move on to. Let's change topics for a minute because I feel like we 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 got we got to the the nugget of that. By the way, what's your time frame like today? What do you you you're at a specialized work event? I take it. Yeah, so we had we had uh, some meetings, some preparatory meetings uh, early this morning with the team, the the whole sales team, and then um, <clears throat> we have our retailers will begin to show up at uh, two p.m., which is what time? Is, oh, it's two o four p.m. right now. So people are just starting to roll in. We don't really get started till like five. Okay. Okay. So we've, so. we've got our time frames open, but you're, you're yeah, in the yeah. wind and you're like wrestling. I know. I'm trying, I'm trying to find a non windy spot. At the moment. So, so I want to talk real briefly. There's not a ton to say here, but we were uh, doing, we we're texting each other while you were at the airport the other day. And uh, I sent you <laughs> something that was making me angry just because of the pervasiveness, pervasiveness of it on Instagram. And so I sent you hashtag, and for the listener, if you want to know what we're talking about, just put into your Instagram hashtag avocado burger. And uh, the, the, the top like 20, 30, 50, I don't know how many things are going to be these weird keto, paleo, whatever you want to call them, burgers where like the bun is supposed to be an avocado that's halved the long way with the seed removed. And then they sprinkle some bullshit like, everything yeah, bagel they, seasoning on top to that? try and make it look like a burger bun. Cause that's cute or something as dumb as what it is just no. for a minute. If you're a listener out there, imagine you've taken an avocado, like a decent one. That's not hard as shit. And you've just sliced it in half the long way and put a hot burger from the grill on it with some cheese and some other shit. Now imagine what picking that up and attempting to eat it would be like the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> No, it'd be fucking disgusting. It would be terrible. Completely disgusting. By the, way, by the way, I've just arrived in my hotel room, Scott. Uh-huh. Standing here with me is the alleged femur breaker, Patrick himself. Oh, no. Hey, Patrick. <laughs> He's getting ready to go do some business. We'll catch up with him later. Okay, just but, just let him know that... Um, Oh, I'm going to tell him. I'm, actually, I'm going to tell him right now while you're all listening. I think I just heard him call me a jerk. 
it's Fader. I have no interest. The, no, it is Scott on the talk show. And here's that is not running a marathon. Yeah, he's the one that pussied out on the marathon. That's correct. But yeah, it's true. Patrick, wait, is that a tattoo there? That looks like a tattoo to me. You did that with magic marker. He says, "Here we go." He says he feels bad that he is that he's backed out of the marathon, and he will come to the irreverent road ride in 2020 if you show up. Tell him he lost his right to call me out. No, Gauntlet Road. <laughs> that sounds. That's that's that sounds like he didn't. That sounds like he's backing out. Five K. Hey Scott, he says that you don't even show up for a five K, so it's not. You don't really have much impetus here, but you know. Wait, he wants to bet five K on what? <laughs> no, he I, I heard bet and five K. Ask him what he oh, means. <laughs> you want to bet him five K? Is that what you're saying? All right. Anyway, I heard a lot of silence there. I think he walked away. Well, he walked. He walked away. He's not. He's, he's like not even entertaining the 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 scenario here. That's a, that's unfortunate, man. I'm. You know, I here he is, a guy with two legs, one which he faked a break on, and now he's. Uh, it is. Yeah. No, it is a fake break. We all know. It's that's unfortunate. <laughs> all right. What else is on the list here? Fun fact: I've never broken a bone in my body ever. 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 It's not that fun. It's to be avoided, really. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Huh? When is it? Yeah. Uh, it'll be the uh, last Saturday in July. It's totally doable. Well, I know, but I'm going to be ready again because I'm going to Oh, you'll be recovered. You'll have three weeks. Two weeks? I can move it forward. I'm gonna move it forward. <laughs> are we moving? Are we moving IRR based on Patrick now? This is amazing. Yeah. Wait. Hang on, Scott. We're negotiating the IRR date for for Patrick's attendance. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? That's on July twentieth, and you can both come to Leadville. He says that if he goes to IRR, you have to go to Leadville. Oh, Leadville. I, I don't even sign up and then not do it because you're pissing that way. Okay. Okay. I deserve that. I'm going to give him that because I deserve that. But you just, all right. We'll sort it out. But, I, right. I'll take that. He, oh, he just made a gauntlet throw and does he want to make a decision now? I mean, there's no sorting. Is he from- oh, yeah. Are you in or are you out? I, I'm in, but how do I, Led, I don't know anything about Leadville. Do I have to do a qualifying race as well? How does that no, work? No, we'll, we'll get you entered in Leadville. Don't worry about it. And then I'll do it. Yeah, he's in. Both, it's on. So he's gonna he's gonna drop out of the 50k, drop out of IRR, and drop out of. <laughs> okay, I. That's concerned you're gonna go for the hat trick of dropping out here. Oh, just tell him I'm gonna bring two legs to every event I said I'd be at. He's gonna show up with two good legs though. <laughs> he doesn't right. like that. Okay. He did not like that. I take it. All as right. He... All right. All right. Listen, what else is on the list? Let's Has this devolved this into to, to me and Patrick around a fight on my podcast? Is that it. what just I happened? It's fantastic. By the way, fantastic. I, be, I bet he'd be a great guy to hang out with. Patrick, let, fanta- let's get a beer. He, let's hang out. He's my he's my roommate all the time. I, uh, I completely approve. Wait, was he your roommate the time you fucked everything up? No, he fucked everything. Oh, fucked it up. okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sore subject. Wasn't... That's not on me or him. That was completely the the resort. They that was that. crazy. They real they did not do good customer service. In no, that they they botched that heavily. That was heavily botched. Reference to so. a previous episode for the listener. Check it out. Very disorienting episode. <laughs> Much like this With one. <laughs> starring Matt Newell. Newell is he there in California right now? Uh, Newell is here in California, although I don't know where he is at the present moment. He is in the same hotel as me. 
Oh, all right. Well, if you hit them up, here's what you should do. If you hit them up and it's not an opportune time to record, do like a voice memo in your phone or something with them. Just get a quick interview with them. And then we can, we can figure out a way. If you can email it to me, we can drop it in. Just saying. Uh, everything, everything you just said, Scott, I completely agree with. Okay, good. Okay, sure. <laughs> You know, just say it. Just say it. All right. Anyhow, All right. Um, what else you got? God, I don't know. That really derailed me <laughs> quite a bit. I know you weren't ready for that. No, I wasn't ready for that. But I, but I, I embrace it. A, a good, a good challenge. Getting yourself taken down a peg always good for the. Uh, it's good for you. It's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, mm-hmm. you weren't ready for the race either. Anyway, moving on. Um, upcoming. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Good. Thank you. I here's the thing though, and we both know this. If if both of us tried our best, you would have made it further. There's no doubt. No, no, no. He's he's on to a different topic, Pat. Don't worry about it. Is he still mad? Well, he's concerned that you're trying to back out already. Oh god (laughs) God damn it. I mean, you know, Pat's just saying that your history has has a certain track record, and so okay. he's concerned about okay. that. Okay, I've backed out of a lot of events in my life. Okay, I want great. you to know that that Pat is currently swapping around his footbeds out of his sneakers into some fancy shoes. Wow, is he going out to dinner? Oh, he... <clears throat> oh no, I actually, it's uh, I'm just gonna make a wait, wait. Are, is he backing <laughs> out of his shoes? Is he backing <laughs> out of his shoes? Are you backing out of your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Enough. This is too confusing. The, the listener will not understand any of this. It's, it's very disorienting. It's a mess. Well, Pat, Pat doesn't even have to listen to the episode now. He's in it. <laughs> he probably wasn't going to anyway. No one has emailed well, me. This is a challenge to every single person listening right now. If you've made it this far into this disjointed, nonsensical episode of the podcast, email me at scotty at talkshow.com just to let me know you're there. You can insult me. And in fact, at this point, most of you will. But go ahead and take it. Take your best burn. Take your best burn. You know what? Actually, they should email you suggestions for adventurous things to do while you're in Vermont. Okay, great. <clears throat> that sounds great. All right, yeah. next topic. <laughs> Hit me. What do you got? Um, and it's actually, we segued it. It's the upcoming trip to Vermont. Uh, I'm doing another podcast right now, uh, occasionally called Eat It podcast and that's about food and eating food and we do taco tuesdays and my question to you adam is while i'm up there is there a place we can get tacos to review that you think is good oh yeah we can go to um el cartijo let's do it i love el cartijo so we'll record an episode to eat it while we're up there be awesome okay yeah sounds good to me we'll do tacos badass they got a they got a spicy caliente margarita it's delicious (laughs) spicy caliente so it's spicy 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 in two spicy, languages. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a spicy margarita, man. It's good. <laughs> it better but there's be. There's no like, no, but there's you know what happens sometimes if you order the Calante margarita, they put that like Tabasco ring on the glass, and that's some bullshit. Yeah, that they is some bullshit. Straight up, straight up, regular salt on the on the rim, but the the margarita itself is spicy. That sounds good. Shit's legit. I'm into it. We're gonna do that. Legit. Um, okay, so next topic, we were gonna do a segment. Uh, one of the many segments of talk show that avocado or <laughs> oh yeah avocado, we're gonna do avocado or avocado don't <laughs> we kind of did that and all of those burgers on Instagram are avocado don't you can't eat that shit it's impossible yeah you can't be using avocado as a bun that's stupid that's really stupid and and just Wait, gross actually, 
Let me ask Pat real quick, because he lives here in California. Do you ever him. make a sandwich and, and use uh, avocado as the bun? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How does that work, Pat? Yeah, yeah. that's the right, tell him it's that's the right answer. Yeah, no, he said, he said bullshit, it's not real, forget that. It's insane. Okay. But it's, it's, it's pervasive on Instagram right now, it's crazy. Uh, what what's what segment were we gonna do? We're gonna do Chomper Stomp. And the funny thing about Chomper Stomp this time is I put into a box in the US Post Office Service mail um, uh-huh. some swag from the podcast. Hit us up, talkshow.com. Which I have I have the hat here with me in California. Nice. Very cool. I want people to know. Yeah. And I also put into the box a bag of spicy lollipops that were supposed to be <laughs> sampled on the podcast as a snack that we could decide if we want to chomp on the snack or stomp on the snack. I later texted Adam, Hey, did you ever get that box for the segment yeah, on the right, show? Right. So what's and, your vote? Cause I, I ate the mango. No, but this is lollipop. the thing I haven't had any yet. Cause we are supposed to taste them on the podcast at the same time. And oh. then, give our in real time reactions. And you were like, no shit. You sent me candy. I eat that already. That's what you yeah, said. I already, I already ate them. It's gone. They're, I ate them. All, so all for the listener, if you're going to send Adam food that you want him to wait to eat, just don't do it. He's going to eat that shit when he opens the box. Yeah. Well, you included no instructions to wait. So how was I supposed to know? Okay. Fair. But I thought this is for the podcast. Was an instruction. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. I thought you were just sending me candy. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, like the other time you sent me the uh, hot cheese fries, whatever the fuck they were. Oh, those were good. Those were good. Super good. (laughs) Wait, so, okay, now, Chomper Stomp. What did you think about the lollipops, Chomper Stomp? Oh, oh, the lollipop? Yeah. Uh, Do you remember? uh, Yeah, I'm going to say Chomp. They weren't as spicy as I wanted it to be. No. I wanted a little more heat. Yeah, they. You know, they, my the reason I picked those up was just because I saw a word on the package I've never seen before in my life. I'm 41, I've never seen the word acidulated on a food product, but those lollipops claim to be, and kind of like they were bragging, they were acidulated. What does that even mean? With acid added. Oh, acidulated. Okay. I've never seen that word in my life. I'm I'm fairly certain it's not really a word, but it was cool. I was like, oh, these pops are acidulated. I'm sending some to my friend in Vermont. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a wacky word, man. I never I've never heard that. It's in the I'll I'll, I'll put the picture. I'll send you the picture to put on the because you will not allow me into the talk show Instagram. I will send you a picture so you can post it. Yes, please do. Please do. Yeah. Does does Patrick have the the password for the talk show Instagram? He might, yeah, he might. I'll I'm t- concerned I'll t- about it because I'm very low on his list right now. I might I might have gave it to him instead of you. That's that's totally plausible. Turns out when for you sure. tell a guy you think his injury is fake for long enough, he gets mad at you. I, don't, I didn't know about that. <laughs> Sending so, hate mail turned out to be a surprise. Um, Fucking crazy. So right. uh, I had okay. Do you want to do a serious talk? I feel like this has gone so off the rails. Last time was really serious. This time is not. But I do have a serious topic as a parent if you want to talk about it. Oh, sure. Now, you're a parent of a girl. I don't believe that matters. I'm a parent of a boy. But this topic does skew a little boy direction if you if you believe in that. You know, but I, everybody's unique and individual. So gun toys, right? This is the issue I've been thinking about because I've been noticing a lot lately when I'm in the store, like just how many toys are guns or gun 
uh, variants on a gun. So like I was looking for a, my, my kid had this little, um, toy that spins a little fan and it, it blows bubbles. It's a little bubble gun, so to speak, but it didn't, is no shape like a gun. It's not gun like, <clears throat> but there are ones that are gun shaped and gun like. So when I was going to buy him a replacement for the one that broke, I was like, Oh man, guns, Jesus. And then I was just kind of, it turned my brain onto that. And as I was walking out there's around the store, I realized how many toys are, you know, shaped like guns. You're, you know, you got your super soakers and whatever it is, like all these different nerf things that shoot a nerf shaped object. What do you think about that? Just in our culture, in the moment as a parent, if Edie wanted like a bubble gun or a nerf gun or something, what, what would be your thoughts at all? about that. Um, hmm. And I don't have, a, I don't have an answer formed. I just, it's been bothering me because uh, of life. Yeah. I mean, know? I don't know. I think, I think that I'm okay with a gun like toy. I don't know. I think I say gun like toy. I'm going to say a toy that shoots. Uh, yeah. Cause that's, di- cause that's different. Right. So like, I think I'm okay with that. I think it's a good opportunity to teach them about, like well you can teach them about guns specifically or about things that shoot and how you don't ever you know shoot it at somebody or like i think that's a you can't pretend they don't exist you can't pretend they don't exist i agree with that and that's because there's a temptation to do that to be like no gun toys nothing you'll never see this object but that's not real yeah 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 so like that doesn't that doesn't quite add up um yeah i think it's okay i mean i wouldn't go crazy with them or like you know i don't know i mean there's also the whole thing where like kids seem to um pretend anything is like a gun at some point you know they're like whether they're doing like pew 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 like laser sounds or like whatever they'll pick up a stick or remote control (laughs) so like you're never gonna stop like gun play for like that sounds weird to even say. That does sound <laughs> very strange, but but I but I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. What's your take on that? I I don't have a strong take. I I one of the like a side question I want to ask you about this because I think it it feeds into who we are and where we're thinking from. Like I grew up in Rhode Island. I know you did too. I didn't have guns around at all when I was growing up. I didn't go hunting. I there was a bow and arrow that we had that was like something I was introduced to at a certain age, like just for play, you know, for target shooting in the backyard. And we did have a BB gun that I think at some point I was introduced to and kind of knew was not to be played with frivolously, but you could shoot at a target or something with it. And even that I think was very minorly introduced to me, but like where I live now in the, in central Texas, I'm just surrounded by people where like, the reality of shooting a gun or teaching your child to shoot a gun is like a part of the culture. And like people do grow up hunting and having experiences where they are taught gun safety or gun handling at a relatively young age. And so it's just a really different, and it kind of is fed into my thinking about, I don't want to say the gun debate, but just guns in general, because I just came from a place where like, you just don't have them and there's no need was how I feel like I was brought up. But yeah, now I live same. around people where that type of thinking is very foreign to them. And so right, right, right. it kind of gives you a little bit of a insight into how other people might disagree with you. 
right? Because they just didn't live the life you lived. But like, did you, did your dad or did you have guns around at all when you were growing up? No. Yeah. We didn't have, we didn't have guns around at all. And, um, uh, I had friends who like their parents hunted or like they hunted or whatever, but like I never did. And, but now in Vermont, very similar to Texas, like guns are very much a part of the culture, very normal. Um, like lots of kids have guns cause hunting is a huge part of the culture in Vermont. So like sure. kids have rifles and like, there was a story maybe it was like five years ago at this point where like they had a, they had a situation at the local high school, um, in the fall it was like November and this, that the other thing, because this kid had two or three rifles in the trunk of his car. Right. And, but it really like, you know, they started to make it into a big deal, but it wasn't a big deal. Like he had gone hunting that morning, like pre-dawn. And then they were just in the trunk of the car, locked in the trunk of the car. And so then they're like, well, like that's kind of fucked up. Like you can't bring guns onto the school property, but then they're not really on the school properties. And like, what do you, you know, like, so they're just trying to figure out like, how do you manage that? Like, yeah. it's totally normal and acceptable for this kid to go hunting in the morning. Like, that's fine. There's nothing wrong like, with that. Like to him, it wouldn't have occurred that there was a violation happening. But at right, the same right, time, right. in the culture generally, there's this fear and it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, interesting. So, so I don't know. But, you know, like the gun question, like the toy gun question, we were in Rhode Island recently. Uh, we were over at my dad's house. And so they, he had some little Nerf guns that like shot little darts. Like, sure. uh, I know what you're talking about and, generally. And so he's, yeah. So he's like, he's like, oh, I think. Uh, you know, his wife was like, oh, go, go get the, the Nerf things for Edie to play with. And then I was like, and as he's bringing them out, I had the same thought you did. I was like, wait, is this, is this okay? Like, this is a gun toy. Yeah, it's, and, and I, I get like, that those are metaphorical. They're not good. So I guess that's where it kind of, a toy that clearly looks like a gun and is meant to look like a gun is right. a little maybe upsetting to me. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. But like something that's metaphorically a gun, something that just propels something and is playful. I feel like you, I don't know. I don't know where the line is. I asked this question not because I had an answer, but because I was genuinely curious what your thoughts were. Because it's, I don't think there's a clear path forward, like as a parent, for like in our society right now with the things the way they are. Like, no, what's I mean, okay? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It is, it is complicated. It is complicated. I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Scott Sullivan. Throw it. I actually have to get going. Someone that I need to talk to has arrived here at the hotel. Okay. So what's your what's your last topic you want to hit on? You got anything? Yeah, I got I got a game we're going to play really quick. We, and it was, we, we're going to do a really quick version of it because you got to go. This is a game. It's a famous game in the world of podcasting, I think. It's called Would You Rather. Ooh. I love it. <laughs> okay. And so we're going to, I'm, you can throw one at me. I'm going to throw one at you. We can go back and forth, whatever. I haven't prepared any. This is like off the dome. Okay. So basically, would you rather is a game where we find out what Adam would rather do between two possible choices. One is have a fake broken leg or pull out of the Vermont 50 miler. (laughs) Oof. Oof. Which would you rather? (laughs) Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't committed to pulling out of the Vermont 50. So I'm going to go with fake broken leg. You'd rather have a fake broken leg than yeah, pull yeah, out of yeah. the Vermont 50 miler. That's correct. That's correct. Which yeah. you ostensibly did do through conversation with me, even though you're pretending you didn't. I haven't yet. Haven't yet. Haven't <sighs> admitted defeat yet. Would you rather? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Would you rather register for the Vermont 50 miler or not? 
register. <laughs> God damn it. This is impossible. Okay. Would you would you rather, Scott Sullivan? Uh-huh. I'm waiting. Okay, let me think about the phrasing. Would you rather uh, try something that you knew you couldn't succeed at or never try at all? I feel like this is a reference to a previous topic. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Not, well, if it is, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> um no, I, I I always am down for trying things I might not be able to do. The the main reason I, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I'm gonna this is just completely honest. It's not an excuse. Whatever, Patrick. I'm glad you have two likes. Um, but like, really, the main reason I I, I felt like I, I was I spent money to go up to see you guys and to to see family. I'm gonna come up to Vermont in a few weeks. There was a point where I was like, it sounds like Adam isn't ready. I know I'm not ready maybe we could use our time more constructively and enjoy hanging out together and have like maybe still a physical, uh, you know, adventure challenge, but like maybe put off the big challenge for later because right now I got a limited window of time where I can hang out with my friend and I'd like to have fun. I could pay the money for the entrance fee for this thing. I probably can't finish. And just, I, it actually, I was still even till really recently tempted to just see like, how far could I go just on hubris? You know, like <laughs> just on like the sheer yeah, yeah. desire no, to figure it out. And and I, t- I completely respect your decision, but I just can't help myself at poking fun at you. <laughs> no, I do. Do you know that I first of all, I'm the one who facilitated this happening today, the recording of the episode. And I knew sure, coming sure. into it that I was going to get my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Ridiculed. Listen. And I didn't know you were going to bring the guy with a fake broken leg to do it. But oh, you know, if, if you know, if I'm showing up, I'm bringing. You're listening to The Talk Show, and this week we're brought to you by MobilityWad Supernova 2.0. The MobilityWad Supernova 2.0 is a robust new redesign of one of the most popular recovery products that Rogue offers. Like the original Supernova, version 2.0 offers an alternative to traditional foam rollers and massage balls with an improved nylon frame construction, grip-strong TPE thread, and an innovative, fully updated groove pattern for deep tissue therapy. Founder of Mobility Wad, Kelly Starrett says, if this ball had a motto, it would be more sheer, more better, more awesome. You can get this product at roguefitness.com. It's 120 millimeters. It's designed for greater durability. It's scientifically developed with grooves for higher global shear pressures. It's latex-free, and it's blue as fuck. Just remember, you heard about it on the talk show. (laughs) 